Check mic, check mic, one, two, one, two, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it once before, and now you get to hear it again. This is realest state of mind, ladies and gentlemen. My name's D'Artagnan Connor, and I'm sitting next to no other than... Stephen McCuller. Love to hear, man. So let's get, get straight into it. How are you feeling, Steve? It's Saturday. The sun is, the sun is out. I think it's a good day. It's, it's going to be a good day. I'm speaking into I'm speaking it into existence. That is really good to hear. I'm glad to hear that. That's that's where you're at right now on this um, nice Saturday. Um, I'm feeling pretty good. Um, you know, it's been it's been a week of ups and downs, but I'm trying to keep my optimistic spirit because I know where I want to go with things. You feel me? That's very interesting. And speaking on speaking things into existence, um, you know, I think. That could be somewhat of the message for for today, speaking things into existence and, and the importance of actually doing that. No, I hear you because that's one thing like it's one thing to speak it into existence, which I think is very powerful and important to do when you want to be optimistic or want to go for something. But I think that execution component that you're referring to is just as important on the other end because then that's you got to walk it like you talk it, honestly. Right. Right. But the first step, 
is what we're talking about. For sure. It's giving you giving yourself that mindset that you, whatever you're trying to accomplish, it can be done. Very true. You know what I mean? Very true. And sometimes we kind of forget about that. And words are so powerful. Super powerful. Last week we were talking about kids and um the the importance of, you know, um talking to them and listening to them, but Sometimes it's very important for them to understand or for us to plant the seed in them that what they say about themselves or what you say about yourself matters. Very true because it's that power within the words. Right. And we have like, like that kind of goes to the statement of um, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Mm, the crazy thing about saying. that though is um, while it's true and that's how you should move, but words do hurt. Yeah. Words. I personally come to the belief that um, it's very important to watch what you say. You feel me? Because mm. when emotions get into play, folks get upset. That's when, like, you could start really just saying, spewing all types of stuff yeah. around, you know? And those words could be hurtful. And in a situation, maybe a simple, quick little tussle could have been a little bit better than some of the things that people decided to say just because. If me and you get into a heated disagreement and nasty things are said, it could be a little bit harder to come back from if maybe we got into a little scuffle. But then again, it's like we're too old to be getting into a scuffle as well. So it's not like that's the solution. It's really about being able to think before you speak. Yeah, honestly. and controlling those emotions. Very true. And knowing that it's, this is coming from a space of anger right now, mm. and um, maybe not how you genuinely feel, but by the time it comes out your mouth um, in a disagreement, an argument, or whatever, it's like, in that moment, it could seem like, oh, well, this is how you really felt. Yeah, so I, I, I encourage everyone out there to take time to really try to understand how you feel to kind of sit with your emotions because I think me in particular, sometimes I overlook that and, and I don't want to think about it and I don't want to kind of go through those emotions. But I think especially as black men, we don't do this enough or we're taught to suppress it when in all actuality, we, we need to, we might need to sit with it or we might need to think about it. Some people, obviously, some people, not everybody needs that. Some people overthink things. Mm -hmm. I think you might be one of those type of people who, for sure overthink who sit and might think about it way too much, but there's a middle ground, right? Very true. There's 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 a middle ground right in there. Um, a lot of things that I um, find myself doing, I'm trying to find that middle ground because I'm... I can be an extremist, so mm. it's either um, all the way on one side, I'm all the way on one side, or the other side about maybe how I may be feeling at certain times, and with that is being able to find that balance, right? Right. Um, to where, yeah, you feel me? Yeah. No, most deaf. Talk um, talking about speaking things into existence. Um, one thing I we you know we wanted to highlight today would be the DC California Realty Group. Um, so kind of kind of explain, you know, what that is, how that came about and um, how we're, you know, speaking that into existence and then we're going to make it happen. Well, yeah, the crazy thing is that pretty much the idea of DC California Realty Group 
initially revolved around, okay, well, I'm about to pass my my test mm-hmm. uh, to get my real estate license. And most of the kind of idea of why we're even heading down this path is to be able to invest for ourselves and be able to understand that knowledge to be able to invest with friends and family as well. Mm. Um, start acquiring property and everything. I started hey, paying. What do we call that again? Uh, probably spread the sugar share the wealth, <laughs> but the I don't know what everybody wealth, refers to it as. <laughs> but um, but yeah, we we started paying. Uh, well, I first started paying attention to duplex, triplex, fourplex, and started really paying attention to that angle and realized that that's still considered like a single family. So you could get some of the same benefits that you would get as a first time home buyer by getting mm. into getting properties like that. Hey, you preaching now. Well, because hey, this I is, hold up guys. This is this is game. This Appreciate is this that. is straight game right now. He's he's really preaching. <laughs> if if this is how you acquire wealth and this is what people are trying to keep from us. Well, very true and I realized how simple of a process it started to sound and I maybe didn't necessarily always pay attention to multifamily, right? Because mm-hmm. um, I guess you just don't all the time realize that the duplex, the triplex, the fourplex, whatever, is in a sense kind of the same. Because you would think like, oh, it's substantially more expensive. Mm-hmm. You would think it's more to handle, more this, more that. But in reality, once I started looking at the price points, like they were the same pricing as you would get for certain houses out in California. So that told me in that moment, oh, well, I now think, it, depending on your purpose of the piece of property you're getting, but I think, like, for the most part, like, cop a duplex real quick. Stay in one side, rent the other side. We call that house hacking. Stay in one side, run a business in the other side. House hacking, where your, your expenses are being paid for. So essentially you're living for free mm-hmm. because you're the other person or the other business that is utilizing the other side or the other home since it's a um, a duplex mm-hmm. um, it will be paying the mortgage off every single month for the the duplex well because like in California um, rent is very expensive right. So when you get into that point, you realize uh, if you could find your way into owning something, it would make a lot more sense to be putting that money towards your mortgage. And the thing about rent in California is that they pay so much rent that the rent sometimes is the amount of the mortgage. The mortgage. And that'd be the and that be the point. Like most people that own these properties, it's like, oh well. My main goal is to make sure my mortgage is paid for, and then I might be able to get a little something extra off the top exactly. at, at the end. You know right. what I mean? But the main point is, like, you're slowly but surely, like, helping somebody officially own their property. Yeah. And so, you know, the barrier to entry or the the reason why people don't really get into this is the, uh, is the cost, the upfront cost, mm-hmm. the home buying process, which seems very hard. At mm-hmm. first, but once you get a good realtor, someone who understands investment property and things like that, it makes the process pretty simple. Well, for sure. Like one of the main things like I've been continuing to get taught is that your main goal is to just add value right now. Right. So like people may not understand how to go through this process. They may not understand how to do certain things. Um, 
and they can go to pretty much anybody to get these type of services. But the point is to make sure that you provide that excellent customer service while being yourself at the same time. And he, you're speaking on the realtors. Yeah. 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 Right. right. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of like, as I started paying more attention into that, that then led me to start like, you know, talking to Steve and I started paying attention that he was interested in investing in property as well. Like, we're not in a position where we can necessarily do it today, but we know that's one of our main goals, right? So with that, we kind of decided, okay, well, let's start coming together. Let's start thinking things through. And DC California Realty Group was going to be a double dip. It was going to be the name I was going to use as a realtor when I go like out and about. Like that was going to be like, in a sense, like my homes by their 10, right? Um, and on the other end of it, it was going to be for our um, investment purposes. So our goal is to really start off with ourselves to then try to understand it. Cause that's kind of the main point is you got to get out there. You got to try, you got to understand it truly to the process, to the T and our goal is to be able to figure out how to invest, do it in a good enough way that we can then help that process get trickled down to like everybody we, we know, you know what I mean? To where we can come in and invite people in on good opportunities as we move into the future because we've been trying to crank out this well-oiled machine. Spread the sugar, share the wealth, man. Literally. So it's it's um the reason it's funny because my broker he didn't tell me specifically you got too much dip on your chip, but I for sure chuckled and heard it that way because DC California Realty Group he pretty much was like, Oh, you gotta chill because that sounds like you're a brokerage at this point. Right. So that's why at that point, now more than ever, um, at this point, it has moved into just the investment side of what we want to do. So that's why Real Estate of Mind became the official podcast of DC California Realty Group because this is DC California Realty Group. We come right. at it from the two angles of the entrepreneurship and the realtor side, Steve on the finance side, and we want to be able to come together and be able to build something up that's um, that could be great for the community. You feel me? Yeah. So for for those who are confused, so D DC California Realty, um, he had to switch up the name, um, that I did. so that something could be more appealing and not sound more brokerage like. Mm -hmm. So that's why he came up with. Um, now I go by Homes by Homes by D'Artagnan. So when he's going in his um, his realtor bag. When he's, you know, out there helping people, um, getting them homes and things like that. He goes by Homes by D'Artagnan. But what we haven't um, reeled out is D.C. California Realty Group. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be solely for people to team up and invest and get property, investment property. Mm -hmm. um, either with us or through us. Either way. Um and, you know, we we haven't really got started on that process yet. We're still in the learning phase, in the learning phase, um, um, but coming soon. Honestly, coming soon. And one of the first few steps, we spent some time trying to like, OK, if that's what we want to do. So one of the first things Steve did was he recommended a book. Um, what was that book called? Build it, buy it, profit. Yeah. Buy it, no, buy it, rent it, profit. Huh? Buy it, rent it, profit. Yeah, so Steve recommended that. So that was one of the first books we slammed out to start trying to educate ourselves a little bit better on this process. And we knew 
like we just want to buy something like an additional component to this is my dad because we do construction work so that's why the whole time like we knew we had a leg up because it doesn't matter how ugly the property is to us because we're like it could just need a facelift you know what i mean and because we know how to do the work it's less of a hassle when you know how to go in there and lay the tile, lay new flooring, fix up the stoves, fix up the kitchen, the bathroom. It makes it into a process to where we knew we could be more confident going into different things because we have him in our corner as well. Right. So we started learning about all you could do on just an acre of land. Right. Like yeah. started paying as we got further along, we got we started even getting away from the multifamily angle of the duplex triplex because I realized like damn on an acre, I could have like an apartment complex. Yeah. So the possibilities are really endless, especially when you have the right people in mm-hmm. your corner. So it's very important. Um, I mean, we, we've been preaching all of these different things, but it's very important for you to know different, a multitude of people and create, and the book talks about this too, a create a good team. Mm-hmm. And so that's one thing that I love about D'Artagnan is that, you know, he's, First off, he's a great team member, Appreciate even though, that. you know, this is his this is mostly his stuff. Right. He's a great team member. And then he has access to anyone and everyone that can do the job. So if you need a job done, don't no matter what it is, D has the the network to get it done. And that's what he's been doing his entire life with everything that he does, um, which is why it's you know, why, I, you know, I always preach closed mouths don't get fed for sure. Um, and he, you know, he literally takes that to heart. I do too. Take that to heart. Um, and, and to make sure things get done the right and correct way, we reach out and get specialists in those areas. And, and so that's we have very specialists. You say that in multitude of areas. We we now know a um, a lawyer. We did. That was one of our first steps. It's like. In that book, it painted out maybe like eight action steps you need to take to prepare yourself and you to know, build your team. Literally, um, you know, you needed finance people. You need a realtor. You need um, you need a, um, a property attorney. Um, you know, there was just a few different things. So at that time, me and Steve don't necessarily have these things. So now it's like, okay, how can we find it? And like the lawyer situation specifically, like. It was one of those days where I was just looking like, I'm thinking like, we need a lawyer. We need a lawyer. What's going on? Who can I call? Whatever. And then I remembered, oh, shoot. Let me hit up Mr. C because I'm almost positive his wife. I think this is the second episode in a row. Maybe it was, no, it was two weeks ago. We shouted out Mr. C, but shout out to Mr. C again. keep getting shouted out. Yeah, shout out to Clifton, man. I remembered, I was like, oh, like, I'm almost positive his wife is a lawyer. So reached out, talked to him, come to find out, like, shout out to Beetle. She's a she's a judge, you know what I mean? Like, out in the city. And it was just so simple as, like, in that moment, not being afraid to reach out and ask for help. And we ended up finding, like, we didn't even realize what area she specialized in, but she specialized in the exact area we needed. Right. Like, it wasn't like she was a... Um, it wasn't like she was a, a divorce attorney. She was actually a property um, um, and she also had experience owning property herself as well. So then it just opened us up to being able to have a great conversation because Steve and myself, we try to go into situations like that specifically being very inquisitive, like asking a lot of questions, trying to truly like 
understand things because we know where we want to go. And we're, we're sponges. For sure. And we just try to soak up all the information. Especially so if it's going to be provided. The best action steps. Literally, because you got to take everything with a grain of salt. People and avoid say, the say. pitfalls mm-hmm. that other people have gone through. Literally. That's another thing I love my man D. D's, you know, he likes to talk, but he's quick to listen. Well, because I, I grew up around a lot of older people. So, oh, geez. Um, when you're around an older crowd a lot, it's like, yo, shut up. <laughs> like, listen. Listen. Like, take some it's game, not man. on, like, it's not my time to speak right now, but yeah. it could always be your time to listen. So, with that, like, my grandfather always says, God gave you two ears and only one mouth. Mm-hmm. So, you need to listen first before you speak very true listen first before you speak very true um so yeah man um how's um so how's how's that going being a realtor um you know you're you're in the the first couple months of of actually you know being in the thick of it how's going into the office and and those type of things um well especially during covid for sure. Um, so since the last time, like we talked, like I've now gotten officially like keyed in with all our systems, all our back end stuff. I've been able, I'm now able to go on showings throughout California. I know the process of how to like set it up, get things going, send off forms, like, um, like, um, the the guy that's training me, shout out to my boy Dev, but like he's doing a really great job of like really trying to help me get to that next step, mm. which um which is important because I talked about I want to be coachable, I want to be this, but with that you got to then be coachable, you know? What yeah, I mean? yeah, that's and so facts. I think that's another huge huge point. You have to be coachable. I was talking to somebody the other day, and we were talking about basketball and training training kids. Um, and eventually, I would love to to train kids in some form or capacity, so I could spread the sugar, share the wealth, um, you know, ingrain some of the knowledge that I have, some of the experiences I have, and 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 those that come after me. And um, you know, he was like, you know, it. And I'd rather have five coachable boys or five coachable girls to train or to to, to have on my team. To have five bona fide ball players that are bona fide sports people who are that don't listen. Well, because that coachable component goes a long way because you can have all the talent in the world, but once nobody can say anything to you, it a stops you from being able to always max your full potential. Mm. Um, because then you start mess thinking like, oh, I know it all. Yep. Or no one can tell me anything or. Like, who are you to say something to me? And, like, when we go into things with that mindset, it stops us from being able to be the sponges we just said we were. You feel me? Like, and in that moment, like, take a second and listen. Hear what what they're trying to say. um, And then move forward from there. You feel me? And I like another thing that you said, because sometimes it's hard to do that, especially as kids, when you have so much information coming at you. Right? Well, for sure. You got different people with different opinions or or even with business Mm -hmm. you know you have so many different people coming at you a lot of things you do have to filter out Mm -hmm. so it's hard to actually as a especially as a young person 
it's hard to know what to filter out and what not to filter out. Very true. That kind of goes to the saying, like, when I talk about, like, I try to take things with, like, a grain of salt. Exactly. So, it's like, I can hear a billion things. People will tell me everything. Um, but in that component of taking it with a grain of salt, that gives me the option to now decipher what I feel like is needed to add to my tool shed from that conversation. Um, listen to everything, soak up everything and understand that perspective. But then it's okay if you don't agree with everything from that perspective, but know to take the good. And if there was bad, even appreciate that. You feel me? Yeah. So, yeah, man, we just, we just, Oh, good luck. Yeah. So how, um, yeah. How's it been in the office? Um, you know, are people in the office any like yet or how's that um, I actually have only stopped by the office maybe once or twice to pick something up. It's out in Ber uh, Benicia. Mm -hmm. um, I usually go and work with my boy at his crib. Um, Devin, right? Just, yeah, we usually just sit at his table and just like knock out. Yeah. Serves for very productive mornings to get me going. Um, shout out to my guy again, honestly. Shout Let me give Devin, him a, a... Real talk. On me, man. But um, I think I seen an email the other day to where I think the office is now open. Um, I don't think I'm going to necessarily just go to the office right now. Um, but I like the option to have it yeah. because that's kind of the point he was. Uh, excuse me. Um, my broker was sharing with me like, well, you kind of have you can have that as that component of if you need to take a client there to be more professional or whatever. But mm. due to COVID times, like we're coming into contact with people a little bit less. So I don't know exactly what's all the way. Like there's a lot of components to this like profession that aren't happening right now because of the virus. So like, like open houses and stuff like that. So regularly working in office spaces, actively being with like clients, like, like, in um in a longer capacity you know what i mean so yeah. i don't necessarily know that other angle but i'm at this point i'm just trying to be like we said a sponge learn as much information i'm appreciating it and i'm i'm um it's really helped me like i pretty much wanted to be in the space i'm now in with this all year right through this whole process because now like money's on the table now right right so i haven't made a um a transaction or anything yet but the opportunity is now here live and in color and now it's not on me waiting for something to happen now is waiting on me to continue now to do my part and actually execute you know what i mean yeah so that's kind of the angle i am now um but what, it's been smooth what what i would say is um just coming from my perspective and how it's kind of been going for me i've been going into the office and how has that been because you kind of highlighted that you were fresh in the office yeah, um, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And I honestly feel like I am so much more productive mm, in the office than okay. I'm at home. Yeah, I can imagine. When you're at home, there's so many distractions. You mm -hmm. get a little comfortable. And for you not being able to experience that office, because we, we both got hired during quarantine. For sure. So both of us not being able to get that office experience, and we're kind of used to the home relaxation type, type job. You may go sit on your bed for a second. For sure. Working. 
I try so to I sit would, on my desk at my desk and yeah. try to like by the time I'm up, especially now, like yeah. if I'm up, get up. Yeah. But what I would say is for you, I would at least go into the office, see the vibes. Obviously, if there's too many people in the office, you, know, you can't be going to the office like that. But if there isn't, and if there's only one or two of you, I feel you should try it and see how more productive you would be if you're in the office. Because when you're in the office, you're, you're forced. No, and I could definitely you're agree to that because I can up. only imagine. You're kind of dressed up. There is no there is no TV you can just switch and, mm-hmm. and turn onto your favorite game. Obviously, you do have your phone and your laptop, but you're sitting at a desk. You're with your computer, and you're 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 thinking about the money, because you took the time to get up, put some clothes on, and to actually drive to, um, your Benicia for you, right? Mm-hmm. Which that's not the shortest drive. Mm-hmm. That's not like it's five seconds away you know for what sure. i mean it's not like so into the, the world type of a drive no, it's, but obviously yeah it's but for sure um, it's for sure something that you have to actively do mm-hmm. um so with that being said give it a try give it a shot see no, how you feel definitely worth it um so honestly so. couldn't agree more because i probably would just be a step up or more productive like when i wake up i definitely try to like most mornings i probably will still put on some slacks whatever like you know I've been trying to like get more into my work clothes and try to get more into that bag so that I um, start to feel it and then do it too. You know what yeah. I mean? Trying to do my part. But if I was in the office for sure, because at that point it's like, this you're here, you're going to be here until you aren't here anymore. And at that point, I mean, I'm not about to just sit and stare in the space when I'm up. Yeah, man. So um, productivity level, it's, I guarantee you, Nine times out of ten, it's going to increase in the office. Um, and then you can actually um, do somewhat of a hybrid. Um, For sure. Can definitely do that. And to where you have that three, four productive days. Let's say you go in. I, I This is what I do. Three days out of the week, we go into the office. You know, I'm, I force myself up. I have to I, I leave by by six, get there by seven. From seven till three, four o'clock, I am super super productive mm-hmm. to where thursday and friday come around it's a little bit more relaxer days for you per se because um the nature of your job i i advise you to keep the foot on the gas yeah i was about to say i'm on if the you clock 24 if you can if there. you can actually get in there um five days out of the week you should do it because you do you, you still work saturday and sundays mm-hmm those are still working days for you. And those are the days you can spend at home. For sure. In my opinion. But, you know, that's just that's just me giving kind of what I do. Well, yeah, I mean, honestly, the office just opened. So it's now an option that I can now entertain. And nef- at any point, it definitely wouldn't hurt me. But yeah. how are things kind of on your end now with your job? You still in, Are you still liking the process you're going down? Absolutely. Um, it's 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 been a it's been a blast. Um you know, actually enjoying what you're you're doing That's a blessing. and seeing the direct benefit that it has on not only just individuals, but families. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the best feelings in the world about this job is that um, people have a hierarchy of needs, wants and desires. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to money, you don't have to go too far down the list of what people really, really think about a lot or value the most in this world to get to money. 
most people it might be number one some people might be number two three after family and religion or whatever but somewhere in that top five money's probably in there because we need money to survive Mm -hmm. and so at that point um the person managing your money kind of becomes family well Um, because it's for sure a trusted source you're bringing in yeah um because once you're like managing somebody's money you're like you're looking after their livelihood and and you're 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 in their inner circle without a doubt you're you're really in their inner circle um so it's funny when I first started, um, my manager was telling me about how, you know, um, he's actually been to weddings, bar mitzvahs, mm-hmm. um, sporting events, you name it, because people want them or want him, their trusted source in those precious moments that they have with their families. Mm-hmm. Uh, invited to Christmas, vacations, like all of these things, because that's how much their money manager means to them. Um, and it's, it's interesting to hear, you know, to listen and to uh, be a part of some, some of those conversations with people and their families and the importance of, of money. So I like it. It's, it's nice. That is good. I'm, act, I'm really happy to hear that. Um, cause at the end of the day, we can think that this is something that we want to do, but until we do it, that's when we truly get to understand if this is how passionate was I really about this. So, I'm happy to hear that um, you're continuing to park upon this path, Steve. Shout yeah. out to you, King. Okay, so at this point, I think we should now transition into our Spread to Sugar, Share to Wealth segment, where, ladies and gentlemen, we like to highlight some black-owned businesses. So today, the first one I want to highlight is Real Manhood 101. Shout out to my godbrother, Dwight Taylor Sr., He's the founder of Real Manhood 101, and this is pretty much, he calls, um, I think he calls June, like, Manhood Awareness Month, right? Mm. So, he, for the past, like, maybe three like plus years, he's been doing a lot of work with this organization specifically, out in, like, the Sacramento region, um, working with youth from, like, probably as young as maybe, like, five to ten all the way up to high school kids if not going on to college like um really working with these young men and constantly trying to a talk to them because he's a like a motivational speaker and like a um a coach in that realm Mm -hmm. but also like give them exposure to different things and let them know what's out there and can be for them so like there's been a few times where you see me at Sac State giving away cupcakes to kids, and that oh, yeah. was me at the Real Manhood 101, the first annual, the second annual, the third one, um, my boy Hunt speaking to the kids with him. So, like, it's just been a great opportunity for us to, like, have another outlet to get back. So, shout out to Real Manhood 101, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, shout out to them. Um, for mine this week, I want to double back on something that, KP talked about, um, and he's a part of Caleb, um, and, and we actually didn't shout them out, but L, LDG, Learn, Develop, and Grow, um, their at is Learn, Develop, Grow on Instagram, um, shout out to them and everything shout that out to KP is, is, is doing with them, shout out to, um, you know, what he wants to do with that, I think it was very powerful. Um, that he was talking about how 
you know, he wants to take a step back. He, he, he threw a great event and he wants to take, take a step back um, and actually learn, you know, what he needs to learn to take this thing to the next level and to get even more people out there. Um, so he's kind of like on a somewhat of a little hiatus, you know, um, to take a step back, to move, move a little bit forward. So shout out to them. That is super dope. Shout out to them. Well, at that point, I think we should get to our forward focus song of the week where we going to play a song that kind of just leads us down the path. We're thinking of going our current mood, our vibe type vibe. What you feeling, Steve? Yeah, let me um get you a feeling? song for you. You want me to go or you got something? Uh, let's do here. I got you. I got one for you. Drip or drown by God. If you don't know, like no, but I love rap. I got with grain in my dummy up off. Cool quarter million, my go yard up. I win the game, so you still got a shuffle. Born with the drippin', just learn how to hustle. Look at your bitch through the deal by four. I get me some hands, she been that shit over. They say Lily, I've been looking like dollars. Pinch dry hot waters, I dress like a golfer. We riding foreigns, ain't no more impalms. Ain't had them new bum, but I got baby bottles. Shopping at Bunny, I drip like a mom. Watch how I drip when I hit that McGala. Cody, and I sit with my look, don't get splattered. Doctor told me I got lean in my bladder. Run through this cash like family don't matter. I got your back for the same pen together. Pop out the tab, my pawn ain't just one. Baby blue jack made my mom feel That was Dripper Drown by my man Gunner. Got you, got you. So I'm about to queue up some of that Harlem World Maze. It feels so good, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get it. Ready, Maze? Party people in the place to be. It's about what you know about going out? Head west, red legs, TVs, all up in the headrest. Try and live it up. Rock jewel, bigger truck. Peace all glittered up. Stick a kid, nigga, what? Jig with a cut. Sip crisp, spit it up. Hose rock, get your nut till I can't get it up. I'm a big man. Get this man room. I done hit everything from Cancun to Grand Tomb. Why you stand on the wall? Hand on your balls. Lighting up drugs. Always fighting in the club. I'm the reason they made the dress code. They figure out what and why when I'm in my fresh clothes. Dresses, I suppose, from my neck to my toes. Neck full of Gold, baguettes in my rose, rec shows, collect those extra O's. By the heat, get a key to the Lex to hold. East, West, every state, come on, bury the hate. Millions, the only thing we in the heavy to make. Whether friend the ex friend, intellects or bins, let's begin. Bring this BS to an end. Come on. That's how you know this man D-Wop is old school. I'm over here getting the the new school rap, and he got the old school stuff. Crazy, because I was actually about to put on some Maze and Frankie Beverly, so be thankful, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Old head right here, man. A real old head. Well, 
also, ladies and gentlemen, that was Feel So Good by May. So, Steve, as we start transitioning up out of here, is there anything else you want to share with the people? Nah, man. Um, just wanted to shout out to all the supporters, man. Appreciate you guys. Uh, people who are tuned in uh, week in and week out. Uh, from, you know, even if we have six people, five people, three people, a thousand people, we appreciate you. We appreciate every single person because you're trying to find it, want to go somewhere with this and everything else we're trying to do. And if you decide to tap in with Real Estate of Mind and lend us an ear, yo, it means the world to us. Yeah, man. And um, if you have any ideas or feedback you want to send our way. Um, we always open here. Please, any ideas, feedback? Yo, share the sugar, spread the wealth, because this is a community project, ladies and gentlemen. So with that being said, I'm D'Artagnan Connor. I'm Stephen McCullough. This was Real Estate of Mind, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>